Welcome to A Slice of Orange, a podcast on politics in North Orange County, California with me, Jody Balma, Professor of Political Science at Fullerton College. And today's guest is Miguel Alvarez, who's running for the North Orange County Community College District, which includes Fullerton College, North Orange Continuing Education, and Cypress College. His district is Area 4, which primarily covers Fullerton and La Habra. And he's a proud alum of Fullerton College, who transferred to UCLA as a political science major. So I've known him for years. So welcome to the podcast, and thanks for stopping by. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Uh, Very excited to be on with you today. And, um, you know, for me, I am, as as you mentioned, I'm a Fullerton College uh, alumnus. And, you know, it's running for this position is really about giving back to the institutions that have really played a huge mark, um, have played a huge, you know, um, contribution to my life, really, and uh, really excited to, to dive in and, and talk with you about, you know, the, the campaign and why I'm running. Yeah, so let's start with that. Let's start with a little bio, who you are, and, and, and why you're running. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I grew up in Fullerton. I am from the North Orange County area, attended Fullerton Public Schools and uh, am a product of Fullerton College. And, and for me, the higher education has, education in general, has been a, a huge benefit in my life, especially growing up, um, growing up in poverty. You know, my parents work in class, they, they aren't college educated. So, you know, we survived off of, off of um, my family, you know, making minimum wage. Uh, and, you know, for me, education was an avenue to be able to, to climb up in society, right? It's the, it's that, that American dream um, and, and what my parents and, and my family have fought for. And, and for me, education has played that role in being able to not only attain um, my baccalaureate degree, but also be able to have access to jobs and opportunities that weren't afforded to, to, uh, my family and, and to my ancestors. So um, primarily growing up in this area, I was very fortunate to to have been bused from the South Fullerton area to Laguna Road, where I had a great elementary school education. And if it weren't for the educators that really invested in me and, and you know, told me about opportunities about going to college, um, I wouldn't be on this trajectory. So uh, you know, being a product of, of an education city really has impacted my life. And um, primarily that is why I'm running for this board, not only because of attending Fullerton College, but because of the opportunities that were afforded to me there. Um, I was able to do student government. I was able to get my first job on campus, working through the Office of Special Programs, learning about community college administration and shared governance. Um, and building up those skills to really understand the mechanisms of how education um, is delivered to to students and to how the institution uh, serves its community. Uh, And so really running for this board is not only my life, you know, my lifelong journey, but it is uh, my career as well. You know, after transferring from Fullerton College to UCLA, I focused my, my, you know, in political science and, and ethnic studies, focused my work around educational access and policy. And seeing how community colleges are a, you know, the, they're an open access institution mm-hmm. where anyone can attend. 
um, has played a huge role in giving minorities um, access to education. And so for me, being able to, you know, continue that work on this board is why I'm running. Um, being able to bring a culmination together of my lived experience and my professional experience in working in higher education um, to bring that strategic skill set to the board and, and to our community. Great. And, you know, some of, some of the things that you've touched on about being first generation, about coming from a family, uh, you know, who really struggled and, and, and just to pay the bills, let alone to have these kinds of opportunities. Um, when you look at the current board, except for Jackie Rodarte in Anaheim, um, the board and, and really most elected offices in, uh, in the community are, are, are held by folks who are a lot older um, and, and sometimes lack diversity on those boards. Sometimes it's older folks. Sometimes it's people who just haven't struggled. Um, all those kinds of identities that are, you know, intersection uh, that we talk about, intersectionality um, of representing many personas and many demographic identities, I think that that identity factor is a big part of your campaign. And representation matters for a number of reasons. But if you can talk about some of that, about why that would make you um, a better board member. Yeah, I think, you know, when you think about our student population, right, and who Fullerton College, Cypress College, and uh, North Orange County Continuing Ed serve, um, you have, mem- you know, students, the student population, uh, people of color, right, attending the institution. You have LGBT students that are attending the institution. You have um, working parents, mothers, fathers who are coming back. Um, you have veterans who have served our country who are coming to the institution for better job opportunities, the ability to transfer um, and really gain some type of, you know, gain some type of skill to be able to be competitive in the workforce. Um, for me, having the lived experience, not only as a first generation college graduate, um, coming from a family where we lived on the margins uh, and, and being gay and being Latino, all of that com- combined allows me really to understand how the institution needs to be designed to serve everyone, mm-hmm. right? And also to understand the historical and systemic issues in our country that have impacted groups, uh, particularly uh, our Black community, our Latinx community, um, our you know, LGBT plus community and women, right? And so for me as a board member, I'm able to really embody different groups and represent them on the board as we think about things like our budget, as we think about things like inclusive hiring practices, looking at our curriculum, ensuring that um, our curriculum is representative of our community and also think moving forward on how to prepare students for the, the jobs that are emerging, the emerging technologies um, and, and being competitive in the workforce. So I think for me, um, you know, being being in a diverse community like Fullerton and, and really have been having worked up and down the state of California in public higher education and, and now at a at an education technology company, I'm able to really embody um, what our institutions are are meant to do for students and overall to to bring a positive impact on our community and to to bring accountability and transparency to the people, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and that's really the important piece of why I'm running. Um, one of the things you bring up in that answer is uh, about the budget. And I think, you know, we're going to be facing really tough times for a while. Um, California's budget is feast or famine, even without a pandemic shutdown. Um, clearly, that's going to have a big impact. Um, you you and, and Jackie Rodardi both were students at Fullerton College during the last economic recession that saw these massive cuts in the classroom. Um, how do you think that will inform your decisions if you're on the board when budgets have to be cut? Definitely. I mean, I think when I was, you know, when I attended Fullerton College, you know, we had long wait lists, right? Um, There was every recession, there's an influx in enrollment in terms of people who have lost their jobs, in terms of, you know, the traditional feeder pathways into from our from our K-12 institutions. And that that overloads the system, it overloads our, our, our institutions. And so um, what I saw during that era, uh, during that meltdown and, and, and um, you know, in the last 10 years, it was those long wait lists. It was adjunct faculty who were being cut, um, right? Because the, you know, they, the, we didn't have the, the right. funding for it. Um, student services was impacted, yeah. right? We had um, a lot more of our, our classified employees taking on extra duties, Right. And, you know, we were we were very fiscally conservative as to what what the district was investing in um, during that time. And so I think about what's going to happen now during this recession. Um, we're going to have to prioritize um, our budget in terms of what's going to what's going to hit us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have the North Orange County promise, right, where students are, are getting free college tuition. Um, that most likely that program might be reduced or eliminated. So we're going to have to think as, as a district on ways that we can either sustain that through uh, partnerships with local businesses, with companies that would like to, you know, have a, be philanthropic with our students and really build up a foundation um, across our, our, our district. Um, and then also prioritizing uh, the the services that students need, such as mental health, um, as as well as our our part time faculty, and what can we do to either uh, think about our management recruitment, right, and either freeze positions that are non critical um, on the yeah. management front and administration, because those positions can cost upwards, you know, over two hundred thousand dollars with salary and benefits, right. and that could actually be um, redistributed to adjunct faculty, right? To be able to which save classes. More classes and right. you know save their jobs. Right? right. Yeah. Good. So one of the hardest things about running for these down ticket races, um, that's what we call local elections, because compared to the president or the governor at the top of the ticket, these races are near the bottom. Um, how do you even campaign when most voters don't know they have a community college district representative? Yeah, I mean, I think... And it's a huge district. It's huge, right. I mean, we cover the, you know, now we're in, you know, now we're in actual areas, but you know, North Orange County spans from all the way Los Alamitos to, you know, your Belinda. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's about knowing the impact of our institutions, right? I think Fullerton College, Cypress College, and NOCE really resonates with people. 
um, and talking about but not necessarily the community college district, right? right. Like hundreds of thousands of people have gone to Fullerton College, but right. they don't necessarily connect that with, you know, Orange County has four community college districts, North, South, Coast, and Rancho, but most people right. can't tell you which colleges but, are which in schools. That. Yeah, so a lot of it is really educational, right, to yeah. our local voters. It, it, and even some of our elected officials. Um, it's, you know, educating the, the, right. the electorate and, and our community as to, like, as to which institutions belong to a district. Um, so that's really a part of it. I get a lot of questions as to like, what is N-O-C-C-C-D, right? right? Like, what does that acronym stand for? And so for me, it's uh, getting the word out through uh, nonprofit organizations, through Facebook and social media, as well as um, joining a lot of our Zoom virtual events as to like, what is a community college district? Mm -hmm. What do they have oversight for? How are they funded? Um, right. And and what is the role of a trustee? Mm -hmm. So you've done a lot of that networking, clearly, because you have an impressive list of endorsements throughout the community. How do you get so many people to support you when you've never been elected before? What's the process? We've got listeners who want to run someday, and I want them to start thinking about how do you, how do you get all these endorsements when you don't have a track record? Yeah, I mean, you, you, uh, for me in particular, the way, you know, the way I approached this was, um, so it's really funny. I, you know, I, I kind of tell this story. Um, when I was purchasing my home, I'm the first in my family to buy a home um, in, in, you know, in California. And, uh, in Fullerton. In Fullerton, yeah. And, you know, I looked at our, what, a, you know, you see your taxes, you see what your, what your escrow is going to look like. And I saw, uh, I saw this position, right. And the part, you know, where part of my parcel tax was going was to, to fund this district, our community college district. And so, Thank you. Uh, right. You know, and, and so I think for me, it was um, asking our community, right. People that I knew, I reached out to, uh, faculty of our community colleges, so uh, Fullerton College and Cypress College, and um, also local educators that I, you know, since I'm a product of, of Fullerton um, and have lived in La Habra, I, you know, reached out to our local, you know, some of our local electeds as to like, what do you know about this race, mm -hmm. um, you know, and who, who's I'm kind of gathering some, some, you know, gathering who's running for in this, in this election. And um, so there was a lot of that community building, right? Mm -hmm. First and, and talking about like, I'm, you know, wanting to hear from the community as to whether they thought I would be a good fit for this position. Um, so that's how I kind of started at first. It's like, what are the key issues? I wanted to know what was happening with faculty. Right. And the fact that our district does not offer dependent healthcare coverage. So really gathering data on that front. Um, and then it was going to people that I knew locally. So um, Andy Montoya was a teacher of mine at Ladera Vista. Yep. Right. So he was one of my first endorsements. Uh, he knew me as a student and being active through AVID and being active in student government um, and what I was doing as a mentor when I was at Fullerton College. Then I reached now out on the Fullerton to, Joint Union High School board. Right. And he was all, you know, he, he was also one of the first Latinos on a board. Yeah, so absolutely. for me, reaching out to him and getting mentorship um, is really key. 
And that kind of helped unlock more of a network, right? So, you know, I knew that Vicky Calhoun was running for, for his seat because he, he had moved to a different district. Um, and, you know, she knew, she knew my family from when they went to live in a road. And yeah. so you kind of start building this traction, right? This momentum of people who get to know you, your story. And, and people are like, hey, you know what? You should talk to Joanne Folly. Or you should talk to, you know, Jody Balma, or you should talk to so-and-so. And it starts to build that chain effect of um, endorsements, unlocking other endorsements, because those people, you know, they, they, they signal something, mm-hmm. right? What their yeah, no, absolutely. their issues and um, building that common alignment. And so that's how I started to really build my, my endorsement list and, and talking to people about my story, why this particular seat. And I got a lot of questions as to like, why not city council? Why not, mm-hmm. you know, another school board? And I said, it's about what Fullerton College and what Cypress College did for me, mm-hmm. right? Being able to buy a home in Orange County, right? Uh, being the first in my family to go to college um, and having those resources and wanting to give back to this particular um, board. So that's kind of how I've, I've built my, my, you know, my network of people. In and, and one of your endorsements is, is the woman, uh, you know, Molly McClanahan, who uh, has held this seat for, you know, almost a quarter of a century. Um, prior to that, she was on the city council for Fullerton. So she knows almost everyone I, I think I've ever met in Fullerton. Um, but she has endorsed you, which must make you feel really good. Um, that that you have kind of the blessing of the person who has done so much uh, for Absolutely. our district. Um, you know, when I, you know, as I was trying, it's so interesting because um, I had reached out to Molly first uh, when I was thinking about running because I knew that she had held the seat for for twenty four years, um, and and she was my you know our trustee when I was a student there, and so I met her at many events, um, her and, and Barbara Dunchy and. Um, and Jeff Brown. And so as I started to talk to more board members, um, it ended up getting back to Molly, right? As to like, there's this, there's this, um, you know, Michael Alvarez is running and um, she reached out to me and we wanted to have a conversation. And, you know, I, like, again, I told her my story. Um, we share a lot of parallels. She was a woman of distinction. I'm, I'm a man of distinction. I know now that it's a student of distinction, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, she, and for those who haven't gone to Fullerton College's award ceremony, that's a, a, a nomination uh, and, and a, a distinction that we give to, it used to be 30 students a year, and now it's 20 uh, uh, for various uh, achievements uh, th- throughout their service uh, and leadership at Fullerton College. And it is, you know, out of a campus of 20,000 to be chosen is, uh, you know, ve- very impressive. So it, it's something that you should be really proud of. Definitely. And I think, you know, as I, as I told her that the things I was involved in being a student senator and then being an executive and, and serving on uh, shared governance committees, uh, she, you know, she said, you are the right person for this role. You, you embody um, what these institutions are supposed to support. And, you know, you're one of our success stories, but also I know that you're going to bring that same tenacity curiosity and um, skills to to this board uh, to serve our, our community. And so that to me really, you know, meant a lot uh, mm-hmm. to, to earn her endorsement. 
Yeah. And, and I think it's also nice. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm somebody who just absolutely adores Molly and really respects everything that she's done for the community. And the idea that she not only, uh, you know, believes that you're the right person for the office, but also would serve as a resource for you makes me feel really good about, you know, we, we would love for her to have this spot forever, but right. you know, something about retirement and enjoying free time. I don't know. Right. Um, she deserves it after all these years, but I, I definitely, uh, you know, appreciate the idea that there is uh, a respect for the history and tradition of, of um, the board and that she's somebody that you could use as a resource. I think that's really important for institutional memory as we're shaking things up. So. Right. And continuity, right. You think about, you know, uh, having that relationship to be able to understand, you know, why were things done this way in the past and what, you know, what happened in terms of decision-making and being able to use that as qualitative data as I serve the community. Sure. So uh, we're doing this interview uh, not in a studio, but on Zoom because everybody meets on Zoom. Um, It's changed everything uh, about how we're meeting and how we're talking. And how does it change how we campaign? Uh, How do you campaign during a pandemic? Yeah, I know. Talk about, um, you know, typically during a regular political campaign, you're able to go to, you know, community events. You're able to show up to board meetings and city council meetings and um, you're able to kind of meet people in person and be able to talk over coffee and mm-hmm. you know or dinner or lunch and so um, campaigning has has definitely changed during the pandemic a lot of it is um, utilizing digital strategies such as you know building out your robust website as you think about you know what that's kind of the first place people are going to right They're on their phone. They're going to Google, they're going to um, be on their, on their computer trying to look you up. So that, that has definitely like investing into your, your website, your search engine uh, keywords, right. As people are Googling, you know, not only Miguel Alvarez, but the district um, building a robust Facebook page where you're constantly you know, posting and hosting uh, Zoom town hall sessions and being able to uh, to be able to meet people via Zoom is really important as well. Um, and then leveraging political data that is out there on your district, right? So, you know, how people vote, um, you know, their their party, right? They're, as, they're registered as, and, you know, really relying on phone banking, and texting um, and and having that outreach um, that you would traditionally do door knocking, you're now switching over to another type of channel to to reach someone. Um, Direct mail is another, right? Because Mm -hmm. we are going to be um, having mail-in ballots, right? Right. Now people are gonna be looking, you know, hopefully a little bit uh, closely at some of these uh, mailers that come out from candidates and um, slate mailers as well. Um, so you really got to switch your strategy to how best to effectively um, mm-hmm. discuss your issues as a, as, a, as a candidate and what channel resonates with certain demographics, right? Like Gen Z and millennials are texters. They're, inst- they're looking at Instagram. They're looking at, um, you know, they're looking at those type of social media channels. Whereas like Gen X, is really on active on Facebook, on email. Um, and then, you know, you have your, you have your baby boomer generation that's really more active 
in terms of receiving an actual letter, right? right. A handwritten postcard right. or, you know, some of them will actually want to have a phone conversation with you and yeah. really understanding your audience as well. As yeah. Really it really is getting to all the, ba- the, all the different generational tactics. So um, talking about young people, uh, what do you want young people to know about getting involved in their communities and politics? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, for me, ever since I was in elementary, I, I, I got involved with, uh, Save Coyote Hills. I was a Boy Scout. Um, I'm an Eagle Scout, and um, community engagement really starts going to your city council meetings, right? Um, looking at the issues that are impacting your local community. Um, I would say be be very attentive as to what you see in your community, right? Like as I drive around Fullerton, La Habra, Anaheim, I look at you know I, I look at our roads. Right, that's an issue. So I Google, you know, what's up with Fullerton in our roads? Why right. don't we have money to fix our infrastructure? Right. Um, think about how you can be a solution to your community. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you're doing your research, showing up to city council meetings, showing up to board meetings, um, and talking with others, right, I think is really important. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing you can do as well as a student is that you can join clubs. And you can join um, your student government, whether you're, you know, that's offered to you in middle school, in high school, and in in college. Um, That allows you to have a voice at the table. Mm -hmm. That gives you great training to to have um, to be a representative of of a of a constituent of your constituents, and um, it allows you to be able to to hear what are the the main issues that you want to be able to impact as well. And it's nice, it's nice to see so many young people running. Um, you know, it's definitely still the exception, but, you know, to see, uh, you know, some young people on the ballot throughout the, the North Orange County is really nice. So that's, I think, also going to inspire more people. I think that you and, and, and others will mentor the, the next group uh, to run. So I like seeing that. Um, Absolutely. And I think, you know, people can join, um, they can volunteer, right, in their community. And there are boards and commissions that you can be appointed to, that you can apply for, right, um, in our cities and our counties and at a state level. Yeah. Um, that also gives you the ability to, to understand how policy is made and what it is to, to represent right. the community. Yeah, serving on commissions is a great way. And, and even if you never want to be elected, I think having uh, young people's voices really heard and just, uh, you know, when my students get involved, I think it's really great to just talk about things that are um, maybe things that we haven't thought about. Um, Yeah. So thanks for answering my questions. The end of the show questions that I ask all my guests, um, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Yeah. I mean, now that I'm in on the politics side, um, I would say you don't need to inherit other people's enemies. I think is probably one of the best uh, pieces of advice that I've gotten. And, you know, I think that that's really key because as you're, you know, going and, and talking to many people for whatever reason, there's a history, right. And mm-hmm. you don't may not know that history. It was probably way before your time. Um, just making sure that, you know, you, you kind of steer clear of some of the issues that really don't involve you as a candidate, um, you know, and be, 
be very selective in terms of what you, you know, in terms of what you um, want to tie yourself to as a candidate, right? And and what endorsements you do get, I think it's really, really critical. Um, so definitely, you know. Yeah, your- no, that's really good. So what's one book you like to recommend to people? I'm always looking for book ideas. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a, like I said, I, I love policy and I love, um, I love education. And so for me, The Color of Law is a great such a good book, book because um, you understand how redlining and how segregation um, post Jim Crow has really impacted. For me, the way I look at that book is how it impacted the education system, right? Like how you people um, and how you isolate communities in terms of what resources are given to them. What schools can they attend? Where they could live? Right. Um, and so, you know, for me, it's been a my mission is to dismantle, mm-hmm. right, the the systemic issues of redlining and how it has impacted our education system and our economic and political system in this country. Yeah, great. And is there a hopeful message you can share with our listeners? I would say never never feel like you are too young to run for something uh, never feel that you don't have the experience to do something um, and take that leap of faith, right? Believe that you have something to contribute and to offer. And I would say for, you know, for people of color trying to enter politics, um, it is very difficult in terms of, uh, you know, having people, you know, give you money and ask for money and things that really are not, um, that come come to us in our community because of, of what we've gone right. through. So, you know, bank allies and ask, ask for help, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Josh Newman is a great mentor. Ahmad Zara is a great mentor. Um, and, you know, really go beyond identity politics, mm-hmm. um, I think is also an important one. And, and I think, you know, for young people and, and candidates of color, um, I definitely believe that like you should enter politics, you should ask for help and people genuinely, you know, will support you and you shouldn't doubt that. Yeah, um, I think there's so many people who are, are, are willing to help. Uh, but if you don't know that, if you don't know that it's okay to ask, I think it can feel really intimidating to enter. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So finally, who should we talk to next? You know, I think a rising person in uh, in our our area is uh, Trinidad Castaneda. Uh, Trinidad, yeah, yeah, Trinidad. I would say uh, right now he's not currently running for a, a position, but um, a lot of the behind the scenes, you yeah. know, in politics is really key. And he has been someone that has helped Fred Jung. He has helped me. He has. Um, you know, another Fullerton College alum, by the way. Right. Another Fullerton College alum. And, you know, I think from his point of view, being behind the scenes and having also run a campaign, I think he'd be really interesting yeah. to show, like, what are other ways you can get involved in politics, yeah. right? Because all of this, there's a there's a staff behind it. And, right. you know, he's done great work and and really helping Fred and and helping yeah. Rooney and others and, and even myself with... Um, 
with running for office. So and has done a lot of community workshops on uh, water and and the water contamination uh, that we have in South Fullerton, which is just shocking to consider that you know we have such um, such terrible wells that have been polluted. Right. Right. Yeah, he's somebody I definitely want to talk to. He's been a guest speaker a couple of times, and so um, just one of my favorite Fullerton community leaders and another Fullerton College alum, which I love. Absolutely, so. and I think um, I think also it would be great to have some of our labor our labor union mm-hmm. representatives like um, Ada Brisano from Unite Here, uh, yeah. and also the chair of the Democratic Party. Um, yeah. she's been great, and then. Um, I think another person to, I mean, I'm sure, I think Josh has already been on your list, so. He is one of my guest speakers uh, routinely for, for my classes, and so I'm sort of starting there and building out, which has been fun with the podcast. Yeah. So, good. Thank you so much. All right, so this is A Slice of Orange, podcast on North Orange County politics, and uh, this has been Miguel Alvarez running for the North Orange County Community College District.